Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network. Wherever you are, this is The Breakfast Show, positively different radio in the morning and you are with Lyle and... And this is where I introduce myself, Gemma. Good morning, Gemma. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Good I'm, to have you on the show I'm this on morning. It this morning, yep. Absolutely, uh, Gemma. What are you thankful for this morning? I am thankful that it's Friday. That's a good thing to be thankful I'm for. Very, I'm looking forward to my weekend. Okay, I think I think most people are looking forward to their weekend. Some people are working. Uh, might I suggest that um, taking a day off for worship is a great idea to do thing to do on the absolutely, weekend? Absolutely, absolutely, definitely looking forward to that tomorrow. So, what does your weekend look like? I this is an extra special weekend, which is why I'm a little bit more excited because the Bible study course called Arise every year they have a class, and this weekend they're having their 2019 class graduation. And at that point, they invite all previous year participants to come and join in on the celebration. So it's a little bit of a graduation and reunion at the same time. So that's happening up at Yarra and I get to travel there as soon as we finish radio. So I'm pretty excited. Okay. So for those who people who do not live in New South Wales, Yarra is uh, what we call Yarra happening. That's the abbreviation. That's yes. the abbreviation. The so slang. you can, if you don't know where that is, Google Maps is your friend. All right. Uh, Gemma. You? Oh, me? Me? Yeah. What are you thankful for? Oh, you have no idea. I am Ooh. so thankful for this morning. I am super, super thankful that Gemma is on the show. You. Yes. This is a reminder, you're listening to the Delayed Broadcast here on Faith FM. If you would like to listen to the live show live and participate in the quiz and the prizes and all the other fun things that happen on Faith FM Breakfast Show, then simply download the Faith FM app available on Apple or Android platforms. You know, I don't know what I'm doing this weekend. No plans. I thought I knew what I was doing, but suddenly I'm a little bit unsure. I'm supposed to preach somewhere, but... I haven't been in contact, so I'm kind of wondering whether Oops. I am supposed to preach there or not. Oops, you should follow that up. I probably should make a phone call. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I think I'm supposed to be in Sydney, but I'm not really sure. Anyway, this is Anna Weatherup. Someone such as I At the cross, at the cross Where I first saw the light The burden of my heart rolled away And it was there by faith I received my sight And now I am happy all the day Was it for Christ that I Suffered on a tree Amazing pity Grace unknown And love beyond At the cross, at the cross Where I first saw light And the burden of my heart rolled away It was there by faith I received my sight 
You were listening to Anna Weather Up with At the Cross here on Faith FM and Gemma. We have come time for the first clue for the quiz of the day. What have you got for us? This is a Who Am I quiz. Mm-hmm. And the first clue for you is, I was a centurion in the Italian regiment. Uh, this is an easy one. Maybe. No, yeah, this okay, is an easy one. All right, all right, all right. So there'll be no double points. No, no there will be no double points. Because you're probably going to get this. Yeah, okay. All right, fine. Yep, he's got it. Well okay, done. if you well know done. the answer, if you know the answer to get in, call in for single prizes, uh, 1-800-324-843 is the number to call or text us on 0491-064-669. There will be a prize coming your way that Gemma will pull out of the prize box presently. Woo. Yes. But before we pull that out of the prize box, what do we have in positively different news this morning? I promised Lawson. Something Now, when Lawson was on with you yesterday, mm. he made a big deal about something in particular, and mm. you made somewhat of a promise, or at least you stated something. I, I did. Apparently. And now I'm meant to... This is, the, this is the moment in the show where I'm meant to... For Lawson, I'm meant to have a conversation with you about this. I'm suddenly very nervous. You should be. We had <laughs> <laughs> yesterday at Raymond Terrace, we had a grand opening for our new start juice bar. That you did. And you didn't show up. That I didn't. No, you did not. I didn't promise I would show up. I meant to hassle you for that. Lawson said that no, you were gonna try no. your best and you were gonna you were gonna come. I said my family was going to be there. My family went. My family was there. Your family did go. I did see yes, your family. All of my I family was juice. There. It was fantastic, but you weren't there. I was the only part of my family that wasn't there, I think. Okay, well, maybe you need to have a conversation with Lawson. He was under the assumption that you were going to be oh, there. So he and we was were super all, gutted. He was, yeah, he was a little bit disappointed that you didn't come to the grand opening. See, I did tell everybody to come and, and, and meet uh, the breakfast show hosts. Yes. Which is hosts plural. Yes. Which is Lawson and... Gemma. Well, yes, uh, we were there. We were serving <laughs> juice and we were there. But yeah, so the, the juice bar opening went fantastic. We had a yeah, local. Yeah, tell us all about it. We had a local MP who showed up and she did like a cutting of the ribbon ceremony and there were a couple of speeches. There was live music. We had balloons. Were you it doing was the live fantastic. music? I was. Lawson and I both took it in turns yeah, to do live awesome. music and it went really well. Uh-huh. Heaps of fun. We had Did a huge the crowd. Song? The haystack. There was no haystack. Song, I'm sorry. <laughs> Darn, the infamous haystack song. It always gets brought up next time. <laughs> next time we do live music, I yes. promise. Yes, we'll do the haystack. Okay, song. so you had lots of people. We had lots of people. There was a huge crowd. We had. It was smashed all day. Wow, we were so busy. And the op shop, like nonstop. Yeah, op shop uh, had its opening as well, um, and it wasn't as busy because we didn't really advertise for the op shop. We kind of wanted a soft start to the op shop just to kind of get a feel for how it was going to run. Okay, we- so the, the juice bar had a soft start a little while back. Yeah, so this was the grand Official, opening. The grand opening, but the but the juice bar has been open for about a month. Three weeks. Does that mean in a month I can turn up for the grand opening of the op shop? Once Maybe. That's a good your... idea. We'll play the haystack song for you then. Okay. Okay. All right. So so you're making the promise that if I come to the grand opening of the op shop, you will play the haystack song. Deal. I'll take that. Deal. <laughs> it's on. Done. It's on. All right. Stay tuned to Faith FM for about another month. Who knows what might happen? You might get the haystack song played on the streets of Raymond Terrace and everybody's going to be standing around going, what are they talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Haystacks. For those of you who are uninitiated, haystacks is a Mexican kind of dish that um, Seventh-day Adventists kind of specialise in it. It's true because I didn't know what it was. I'm a new Adventist-ish and I Uh did not know what haystacks 
was. We kind of call them Sevi Stacks. Sevi? I've never heard that before. I call them Sevi Stacks. Okay, well, you call them Heavy Stacks. I, I call Sevi them Sevi Stacks. Sevi Stacks. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're pretty healthy. You put um, you know, corn chips down and add stuff. Corn chips with stuff, yeah. yeah beans, lettuce, so tomatoes, it's like salsa. Nachos. Guacamole. Sort of. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. kind of like nachos? Something like that. Yeah. Cheese. I don't know. My wife, my wife always gives me such a hard time because she's like, you're putting non-Mexican ingredients <laughs> on it. Because she's American and they know what Mexicans eat. Well, we, We're Australians. We, really we have don't. no idea what Mexicans eat. We just put whatever we feel like on there. That's true. And pretend like it's Mexican. That's true. <laughs> this corn chips has got to be Mexican, right? Corn chips are Mexican. Okay, we need a Mexican <laughs> to call us. Please, we need... If there is a Mexican help listening us. this morning, help us out. You know, most of our Spanish speakers in Australia are more from South America rather than Central America and North America, but... Um, really? Yeah, so lots of uh, Mexicans in the, in the United States, but not. I've, I think I've only ever met one here in Australia. Well, Everybody else is from Peru and Chile and um, there. Yeah, someone from Mexico. Call us. Yeah, give us a call. Yeah. Educate us this morning. But we've wandered. My point was, this was a good wander because Haystacks is a fantastic place to wander, but yes. the point was the juice bar is fantastic. It is. And if you haven't been there and you're in the Newcastle area, yes. come along to Raymond Terrace, grab a juice or a smoothie. I'll be there working this morning, so come and say hi. Yes. And we'd love to have you. We'd love to come serve you will Lawson juice be there? and smoothies. Lawson will not be there. He is on his way. Oh, that's right. He's already left. Arise weekend, which is why he's not here for radio. Yeah, because he wanted to go to the I'm beach here. instead. Yeah, he wanted to go to the beach instead. Yeah. Okay. But I'm hardworking, so I'll be there. <laughs> Sorry, Lawson. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 pick on Lawson while he's not here, shall we? Like yep. Lawson slacking off at the beach. Can you believe it? This didn't pan out the way he wanted. He wanted me to be picking on you for not showing up yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow this is backfired on him. Sorry, Lawson. <clears throat> All right. So what else is happening uh, apart from the juice bar opening? Uh, in Raymond Terrace, uh, make sure you get along there. Any t- you know, the great thing about Raymond Terrace is mm. anytime you're driving between Sydney and Brisbane, you drive through Raymond Terrace. Yeah, it's like two minutes off the highway. So stop. Definitely. Get yourself a juice. You will be revived. You need to have a juice when you are on a road trip. Yeah, it's a healthy snack too. Like, I mean, you could drive yeah. through any other you know fast food chain that you want, but you're not going to be as fulfilled as you would if you just... Quick detour, Raymond Terrace, get a juice smoothie. Good conversation too. Get out of your car, stretch your legs. Check out the op shop. Check out the op shop. There you go. Have some secondhand. Buy a new pair of shoes. Pair of shoes and a smoothie. There you go. Done. Those, those go together, right? That's your plan. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, why not? Why not? Fantastic. For what something else? I saw, though, that's a little bit of local news, but something I saw that's actually going viral at the moment is a video. And this 20-second uh, video has been popping up all over my Facebook and Instagram feed for the last couple of days. And I did some research on it, and it turns out it's a video of a car, and this car is at a stoplight, at a stop sign, mm-hmm. and it automatically accelerates, and it goes straight through the intersection, and it hits another car, mm-hmm. like smack bang in the mm-hmm. side. But mm-hmm. what you don't see in the edge of the video, which is why it's gone viral, is that there's actually a bunch of pedestrians on the left-hand side of this video, right? So the story the story is there's this guy minding his own business. He's on his way to work or whatever, and he's sitting in his car at a traffic light, and it's red, so he's just waiting. And to his right, he looks and he sees a car speeding, like, like a lot, <laughs> like coming through to the intersection. And then he looks to his left and he sees pedestrians and um, some construction workers crossing the road. So he thinks to himself, people are going to die right now. Like I have a choice, a decision that I need to make right now. So he steps on his accelerator. He goes through his red light and he gets hit. He gets hit. That car hits him and none of the pedestrians or anybody gets injured at all. The police show up um, and arrest the man who was driving the speeding car. He was um, drunk driving. 
Um, so yeah, this man is a hero. He's actually saved about five lives of these pedestrians that were. So he intentionally doing the right rammed thing. a car, and he the other guy got fined. Rammed a car. That's correct. Yeah. And the other guy got fined. Mm-hmm. This guy is a, definitely a hero. How do you even? How do you even think that quickly? So quick, because I mean, like the split second that he would have had to make to choose that decision: should I drive my own car, put my own life at risk? To help these people that are going to die, if I don't do something right now, and he's just my brain doesn't even work that fast. Like, yeah, the the amount of seconds that he would have had to make that decision, like to see the car coming, to see the pedestrians, and go, oh, I can. This is this is a person who made a decision to be a hero long before he became a hero. Oh, he made that decision to cross that intersection a long time before he was even at that intersection because. Um, you don't have time to calculate all the pros and the cons like, oh, will this happen? Will that happen? Mm. What's the best thing to do here in that kind of a split second? He just acted. Mm. Wow. I can't believe that has not floated around on my Facebook yet. If the car had gone further like forward, it would have hit like his driver's side, but it hit the back panel of his car. So he was like, okay, and he wasn't injured. But like if he hadn't sped up to the speed that he did or the other car had swerved or like this could have ended in a thousand different ways and the results could have been disastrous. Like, lives could have been lost here. But just the split-second timing, absolute perfect. Yeah, couldn't have played out any better way. You know, and all of the the selfishness goes through your mind when you think of a circumstance like that because, like, well, I'm going to smash up my car. I'm going to be without a car for X amount of time. Mm. It's going to take X amount of time for the insurance to kick in. I'm going to have to pay excess. You know, all of these kind of things um, are are the kind of calculations that would go through a normal person's mind, but a hero that – Obviously, has not even entered his head. Yeah, self-sacrifice. He's just flawed it. Just yep, just flawed it. That's it. And uh, and lives have been saved. Um, can we name this guy? Do we know what his name is? Um, his name is Eric. Mm, I can't pronounce his last name. Okay, sorry, Eric, Eric, you're a hero. Eric, you're a hero. Eric, whose name we cannot pronounce, is a hero. Anyway, this is uh, Randy Travis with nothing but the blood. sins, nothing but the blood of Jesus, what can make me whole again, nothing but the blood of Jesus, oh precious is that flow that makes me white as snow, no other fount I know. Nothing but the blood of Jesus What can wash away my sins Nothing but the blood of Jesus What can make me whole again Nothing but the blood of Jesus Oh, precious is that flow That makes me white as snow No other fount I know Nothing but the blood of Jesus Is that flow that makes me 
You're listening to Randy Travis with Nothing But The Blood here on Faith FM. Uh, Gemma, what have you got for the next clue for our quiz of the day? The next clue is, I lived at Caesarea. Okay, so this particular person lived at Caesarea. If you know the answer, 1-800-324-843 is the number to call or 0491-064-669. If you would like to text and answer through, I can see the phone lines have suddenly become busy. So we'll see if somebody's snapped up that prize yet. Okay, so I've got uh, Dean Smith on the line this morning. Dean, welcome to the show. Hello. Ah, wait a minute. We might have... Uh, slight technical issue right here. Okay, Dean, have we got you there now? Yeah, mate, you there? Okay, that sounds better. <laughs> Had to press the right buttons there for a moment. Um, so one of the things that, you know, we've obviously been dealing with a lot of bushfires lately. A lot of people have been asking, you know, what can I do at a local level? Dean contacted me last week and he lives just down the road from me in Curry and has a project that he was doing for the, uh, for the bushfires. And uh, so I wanted to talk a little bit about what uh, what Dean's got happening. Um, and I'm hoping that other people around Australia who are listening in can start to grab some ideas as to, well, we could do this or we could do that or, you know, how can we actually help out? So, uh, Dean, you're based there in Curry, and um, you've got a bit of an organisation there. Which What organisation are you working with? Uh, we're just a rugby league supporters group through the Newcastle Knights. We're all Knights supporters. Um, we're called the... The Knights proud and passionate um, supporters. Um, and we've just all got together and uh, decided to, to do something to help. Okay, and I would imagine that you know there'd be a lot of rugby league supporter groups like yours around Australia. That uh, you know you've got a bit of a community happening. You've got uh, some members there, and uh, you can pull together and to and and do something practical. Now, the catastrophic conditions that we had. Um, here a week or so ago when we first chatted have sort of eased somewhat Uh, but at that particular time we had a large contingent of uh, fireys that were based out near Singleton and uh, Dean what did you guys have happening? Uh, We got together a heap of water um, and stuff to distribute to them the actual morning or distributing to them they got moved to uh, Sydney so we still actually have the water, but um, with the conditions going to change soon, I think that's going to come in very handy. Yeah, I would say that um, I would say that you know keep that in stock definitely because it will be something that will uh, definitely come into use before the year is over. We've only really just started the bushfire season. Now, when you say you've got a lot of water in stock, um, that would be drinking water. Yeah, drinking water just for the you know the fireys and um, some wipes and that wipe their faces and just you know little bits of things that we can help them and you know pretty much say thank you because uh, a lot of them were from Tasmania and um, Melbourne and such states like that that just pretty much got up left their families to come and help. Yeah, not only have they left their families, but they have left a cooler climate and then up here hitting forty degree weather with um, heavy firefighting gear on. 
I know I've done that sort of once or twice in my life and you need to stay hydrated because you sweat an incredible amount uh, in those kind of conditions. And yeah, the reason I was asking whether, uh, you know, we're just confirming that it was drinking water that you've got there in supply was because, um, you know, we've spoken to other people who were actually carting, you know, cubes of water out to fireys to uh, replenish their, 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 their trucks was one of the other projects that was happening up around the Taree area. Um, okay, so you've got a, a stock of uh, water there that's available next time it comes around. Um, you were planning on taking out uh, food as well? Ah, yeah, pretty much anything that you know that can benefit the uh, the forest. If you want a good job, we're more than happy to um, yeah, transit up to where they need and yeah, lend a hand best we can. And uh, how do you get access to where they are? Do you actually get out to uh, you know drive out into the bush, so to speak, and distribute water, or do you take it to the headquarters? How does that actually work? Uh, we'll get in contact with the RFS, and um, you know a lot of them were based at the Singleton Army Camp, so. Rather than go anywhere near the fires and get in the road or anything like that, we just go up to there and distribute to there. Or, you know, there might be other areas in the community that we can, uh, you know, take it to and distribute to. The fire control there at East Maitland, there's a lot of different places. We just keep in contact with the RFS and, you know, local fireys and, yeah, do what we can. How do you go about raising the money to uh, to put in this um, stock of, uh, of water and, and food? Uh, pretty much at the moment, it was just um, word of mouth by a few friends and a lot of uh, uh, family members and the, uh, the the supporters group that we're in. Um, but if anyone wants to, to help out, we're more than willing to, uh, to take that on board as well, especially with our fundraiser night, the, the Night of Lights. We still need a little bit of help with that if anyone's um, willing. Um, we're in talks with the Knights too about the Knights attending, so... Uh, yeah, Santa will be there. Um, yeah, lollies to the kids. It'll be a good night. Okay, so when you talk about your fundraiser night, you'll be specifically raising funds for um, supporting bushfires. Is that yeah, pretty much? Time? We're going to um, you know work in with the Salvation Army. We're hoping there, and um, pretty much whatever we raise will go to the Salvation Army bushfire repel, and they can distribute where uh, families that have lost their homes or. You know, things like that need it. Um, they can distribute to where it's needed. Yeah, fantastic. And uh, just for the people who are living uh, in the uh, local Hunter Newcastle uh, region here, when, when is your fundraiser night? Uh, we're looking at the 21st of December um, to just near Christmas there and give the community and the kids a bit of um, bit of fun as well. Um, we've had some good donations through uh, Frock of Fever, um, Luke Searle at... Uh, Extreme indoor go karts, just a couple little things that we can raffle off as well on the night. Um, you know, make a donation. Um, hopefully, f- the knights can attend. Um, a few have got back to us if they're in the area um, that week due to training, they will be here. So I can't say names of who or what player just as yet, but um, yeah, hopefully, working in on it and uh, the kids can see uh, some of the local talent and get a photo and make a donation and make a difference. Fantastic. Uh, Dean, really support what you're doing there. Hope it goes really, really well for you with uh, your Newcastle Knights supporter group. Um, and I'm hoping that you know other people from around Australia, as they're listening in, will uh, grab the idea and say, hey, we can do this as well. It's not a difficult thing to do to get in a uh, supply of uh, drinking water and to make it available to the uh, uh, bushfire 
um, bushfire brigades as they as they head out to fight the fires. One of the most important things that um, they need to be able to do that, and anything we can do to help is wonderful. And of course, you're raising money there for the Salvation Army uh, bushfire appeal, which is just fantastic. So, um, yeah, really uh, fantastic work there, Dean. Well done. No worries. Thanks very much. If anyone wants to uh, get on board and give us a hand at all certain aspects, maybe just uh, even contact you guys or we're on Facebook and yeah. And uh, and and your yeah, of course you can contact through here one eight hundred three two four eight four three, and we can put you in contact with Dean. Uh, your Facebook uh, group is called uh, the Knights Proud and Passionate Supporters. There you go, the Knights Proud and Passionate Supporters. I'm sure that there are other um, rugby uh, supporter groups around Australia, and just you know other community groups. Um, let's all get on board and let's. Um, Let's do what we can through this whole bushfire season to ensure that uh, our fires get all of the support that they can. Dean, thank you so much for joining us. That was uh, Dean Smith there um, with his Newcastle Knights supporter group with what he's doing in his area. And, uh, yeah, may may that work uh, grow and continue. Um, we're going to move on with the show at this particular time. Um, and we have um, – what have we got coming up there? Okay, so all right. We do indeed. Um, I have time here for a story, so we will cover a story. And my story today is about the health health star rating system, Gemma, mm. um, which at the moment is designed to combat obesity in Australia and New Zealand, which is a great idea, except that it is optional. Are these the stars that you see on like packets of stuff and tins of stuff? And there's like five stars, and they like shade them in as it goes. Is That's that the what one we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. actually knew nothing about it until I was covering this story, and then oh, I went okay. out to the kitchen and found a whole heap of them all over the place. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. No, I got it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Okay. So basically, they start from zero uh, point five stars or half a star through Ooh. to five stars, and good products have you know fiber, protein, fruit, veg, nuts, legumes. Bad ones have you know saturated fats, high energy sugar, and salt. Um, but only, but out of uh, not you know, very few products have the stars, and of those that have them, seventy-five percent of them have three or more stars because wow. it's entirely optional. Wow. So you're only going to put it on a product if it's healthy. So if it doesn't have stars on it, you can kind of assume that it yeah, probably came out of a toxic waste like dump somewhere. Half a star, you're not going to want to put the stars <laughs> no. on to label, are you? Ooh. Which means you know, it makes it a bit meaningless when everything out there is healthy. Um, they're going to change the rating on it, so sugar and salt. Uh, content it has not been rated unhealthily enough, um, which is going to make a pretty dramatic difference. You know, Nutrigrain right now, which has currently has four stars, mm. is going to drop to 1.5. <laughs> so you can probably see those stars disappear <laughs> off those packets sometime soon. That's not a small difference. Um, but less than a third of products in Australia are labelled. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're aiming for 70, 70% of them to be labelled by 2023. But I would say that, um, you know, they're pretty much dreaming if they think that's ever going to happen because there's zero incentive to label anything that is, you know, unhealthy. It's yeah, got less than three stars like, on it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, of course, the, if, you've got a, if you've got a product that is unhealthy, then the easiest way to solve that is to, um, you know, to simply replace the stars by putting labeling on it that makes it look healthy. You know, like lots of green leafy things or something or other, I don't know. <laughs> Pretend like it's healthy and just get quietly get rid of the stars because I never looked at the stars. 
I think I first noticed the stars when I was trying to cut down on drinking soft drink because mm-hmm. it's like soft drink's really bad. There's so much sugar in it and you just don't realize. So for me, an alternative was soda water because I still want the fizz in stuff and soda water was great. And it had like these little five star rating on it. And I was like, that's interesting. So how many stars just, does soda water, water have? Five stars. Five stars. Yeah, because it's, it's just water. water with bubbles. So, water yeah. with bubbles. I always find it disappointing when I drink water with bubbles. It feels like it should have flavor. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, the other thing to be aware of is the halo effect where some companies will put um, stars on all of their healthy products in the assumption that you get to trust that actual brand. Ah, tricky. Um, and so hopefully the, you know, they try and think the halo is going to cover everything else. Anyway, this is Lauren Daigle, Light of the World.
Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8, or 88 right across Australia. And joining us on the phone this morning, all the way from Western Australia, Perth, Western Australia, is Megan and Mitch. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you very much, Lyle. We're really excited to be part of the program. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I just have to say that uh, a couple of days ago we played your song called Run, um, and I believe that, um, yeah, that was on its on its launch day that we played that song. Um, so that was a first here on Faith FM, the first time that anybody got to uh, to hear you guys. But you're a uh, a singing group. You're called the Teachers. Um, yeah, just wondering whether you can tell us a little bit about that. How did you end up being a um, being singer songwriters called the Teachers? Well, um, Mitch and I are both teachers, and um, about four or five years ago. Uh, we actually shared a class together in a primary school. Um, I've always played guitar and enjoyed singing and Mitch was the same. And um, when we were looking at the sort of music that we wanted to um, share with the kids in our school, um, we thought we'd actually give it a go and try and, you know, share our faith and um, what we believe about about God and Jesus um, through music. So, um I'm a big uh, word person. Um, I lo- I've always enjoyed writing, so I um, I deal with the lyric side of things, and uh, and I share those with Mitch, and he makes the magic happen with the music. Okay, uh, that's very generous. It, it was really quite amazing the, the coming together. It, we um, we just gave it a go basically, and, and as as Megan said, I I sat down and wrote a few chords and thought that they sounded all right and pass that over to Megan and she put the words to it and, and it really was a, a, a beautiful moment and a God-filled moment when we played that first song together when we realised that uh, I think this is exactly what God wants us to do. That's fantastic. So you both both play the guitar? We do, yes. We both, both play a bit of guitar. Um, Mitch leads a little bit more so that I can concentrate on um, leading the singing, I guess, and uh, yeah. Fantastic. Now you mentioned that you were teaching in a school and you wanted to um, to bring Jesus to the students in uh, in the school at this you know when you guys first started off about five years ago. Uh, was this a Christian school? Yeah, yes. it is. Yeah, over here in Perth, uh, it's part of the Catholic education system, and it's uh, so so faith is really really strong in the school anyway. And when and music ministry for us is such an important way to bring bring our students and our families to to know and understand the love of Christ. So. To, to be able to to bring that to our our students was 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 really a beautiful thing. But as Megan said before, we we sort of thought that we could actually do that ourselves and actually write our own songs, and I suppose tell a bit of our story and our faith journey through that. And and the students have really been able to connect to that. And I tell you, it's it's quite remarkable when you've got a, a, a an, an auditorium full of students singing. One of the songs that we'd actually written—it's—it's uh, it's a beautiful thing. Gives yeah, a bit of a thrill. <laughs> Absolutely, that's amazing. That's fantastic. Okay, so you guys are the teachers. That's the name of your group, and you literally are the teachers uh, teaching that's in right. the. Um, oh, was it Claremont uh, Catholic School? I think it was. You said. Uh, Padbury Catholic School pa- okay. started that. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what what subjects in teaching do you guys specialize in? Do you teach music? <laughs> well, um, 
were pri primary school teachers and there was a very um, quite a strong line in the sand for us because I am very much the uh, English artsy side and uh, <laughs> and Mitch always thinks that um, well he's he's very mathematical so he's much more along those lines and then of course um, you know the religious side of things is very much um, a shared a shared thing. It's um, yeah there's very much a clear distinction there because math and science is my background that's what I love love to teach um, but again well, I suppose we had that common ground with our uh, religious education uh, lessons but the fact that we we're able to teach together in the same class meant that it balanced out perfectly yep probably a little bit that continues into our i suppose our our musical tastes so it's sort of a little bit more of the rock and roll uh style and, and megan certainly more of the of the folk and, and country background so it's the the yin and the yang i suppose but it comes together beautifully i think and uh what would you describe what genre do you, does your music fit into well i think we're <laughs> Look, it's quite eclectic in a way because um, we, we explore lots of different styles of music in the attempt to sort of get our message across, don't we? Yeah, I think there's some of the songs from our first album that, that, that do have quite a, a blues and, and a rock sort of feel to them, but then they go all the way through to, and, and I sort of have to not, not admit defeat, but certainly understand that Megan's passion and, um, and flavour has come through and there's some, some really nice, um, uh, balanced sort of folk songs in there as well, but uh, it's it's nice to try and sort of be able to write a, for a whole range of different styles, and it it really is where the spirit takes us. And there's some songs that that are, are, are so clearly spirit driven and and led by the Lord because um, it's almost like it's been written completely out of our hands, and we've just been given the gifts to be able to make the make the sound of it. Yeah, there are times when. Um we sort of both look at each other at the end and wonder how that sort of happened because a lot of the time, um, you know, a song will be formed based on, you know, reflecting on a Bible verse or something like that and, it, and you know, it forms into a song so quickly that it feels like it wasn't of, of us but through us kind of thing. So, yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful a spiritual thing. That's fantastic. Um, do you get good support from the uh, Catholic education education system there in uh, Western Australia? Yeah, we do. And um, we, we often get asked to play at, at the events that they hold and, and the, the schools are really starting to pick up on our music uh, and, and they're sort of uh, seeking through our uh, social media platforms the, the way in which they can contact us to be able to play our music, whether that's at, at mass, whether that's at at assemblies or, or for other, uh, not just religious uh, moments throughout their school days, but, but for, for entertainment as well, which is, which is really, really nice. Um, and now that we've got our, the sheet music available, we'll be sending that out to, to all the music teachers throughout, not just Catholic education, but all Christian and faith-based schools because... We have had some interest from um, other Christian denominations as well, which is really nice. So... Um, that, you know, that commonality of Christ at the centre for all Christians is really, you know, a beautiful thing as well. Mm, mm, absolutely. Um, now, you mentioned your first album. How many albums have you produced so far? Well, we're halfway through recording our second album. So the first album was called Light My Path and, and was uh, really quite surreal. As, as you say, we're, we're teachers by trade and are very, very comfortable standing in uh, in front of a class and and delivering a lesson and engaging young people, but uh, to be standing behind a microphone uh, for me in particular in a recording studio was was really quite daunting. So to come together and, and put our songs 
down, I suppose, to have them recorded and then to hear them back was something that I never thought that I'd ever be a part of doing. And I'm so grateful that uh, I've been given the opportunity to. So that, that process was a really strong learning curve. And I think as we're halfway through recording our second album now, um, it's, we, we are so much further along the journey because of what we were able to take away and learn uh, from the, the process of recording the first album, Light My Path. Yeah, so you're kind of like old hands at uh, old hands at the recording studio now. Well, I couldn't quite say that, but I it's... think we're probably just um, understanding a little bit more about the sort of way we want things to sound and the you know the production sort of that we're we're hoping to achieve with with a particular song, isn't it? Yeah. Fantastic. Tell tell me um, if there was one thing that you wanted people to take away from your your music, from you know listening to your songs, listening to your album. What would that one thing be? Um, well, I think it's a really simple message actually, and um, this was sort of what I had in mind when um, I wrote the lyrics for Run. Is just that, just to know that um, God has got us, you know, and it doesn't matter what you face in your life, what sort of difficulties or what challenges you have, that if we turn to God, um, everything's going to be okay, you know. Um, yeah, it's it's a, it's a simple message, but it's a beautiful message that there's so much strength um, that we can draw on from that relationship with God and Jesus that, um, you know, everything will be okay. <laughs> mm, absolutely. So coming back to you, Mitch, um, how does your faith affect what you do on a daily basis in your school? Um, I'm now a principal of a, of a school, of a Catholic school, and, and it's my faith every day that, that I really want our students to, to come to see so I can be a true witness to the gospel and, and make sure that the kids know that they are truly supported by God and loved by God because my, uh, my theory in education is that if you, if you feel loved and supported, uh, you're able to learn. And I think that's where our faith is a massive strength. Oh, there's, a fan- there's a fantastic uh, testimony that you're sharing right there, Mitch. And when I look around Christian schools and, you know, I've got kids of my own that have gone through uh, Christian schools, you know, I wish that every Christian school had that same passion for connecting, you know, students with, with God. I think that to, and this is, I'm just going to share some of my opinion. I think within some of our Christian schools, we've lost a bit of that vision and it's become about education solely rather than, um, redemption, really, you know, leading people to, leading people to Jesus and leading them to God is uh, should be at the centre of all education. So I really appreciate um, what you're sharing right there. Uh, very quickly, we need to finish up. Um, whereabouts can we and how do we access your music? Beautiful. So it's all online. So you can you can search us. Um, it's on Spotify. Um, you can you can go to our, our website. You can um, see our social media's uh, platforms, which is on Twitter, which is at the teachers, and then on Facebook. Um, give you access and 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 we'll, you can follow those channels to find our music. And uh, I think Run just became available on Spotify yesterday. So Which we are very excited search about. Search Run uh, the Teachers. Yeah, we played it right here on Faith FM. Beautiful. And we're so grateful. Thank yeah. you so much. It's so exciting for us. <laughs> no worries. Um, your website very quickly. Um, at it's a, a, a Catholic teachers song uh, is the full title. So a Catholic teachers song. And then that'll lead you to the teachers. Cool. No worries. There you go. That was the teachers here on Faith FM talking about uh, 
the mu- their music ministry. And um, yeah, we uh, look forward to hearing more of their music as they continue to write and produce songs and produce a new um, a new album. We're going to move Thank on with the show. Ah, you're welcome. Um, now we're going to move on with the show. We're going to listen to their brand new single. We listened to this two days before. It's called Run, and we trust that you will enjoy it. trouble at bay when the world seems full of chaos and dismay I run to you you're my savior oh my grace cause I run to you in all my desperation I run to you when there seems no other way
Happy Hearts is a free community craft program for kids aged 1 to 5, designed to encourage growth and creativity through Bible stories. Join us each Tuesday during the school term from 9.30 till 11am at the Senior Citizens Hall, 401 Warburton Highway, Wandon North. For more information or to register, go to happyhandsart.com.au forward slash happyhearts or contact Patricia on 0425 854 516. That's 0425 854 516. Happy Hearts. Free fun for kids and the mess stays with us. I've just found a great op shop in Albury. Really? Where is it? It's the Adra Op Shop at 805 David Street. They have all these cool clothes for the whole family and great stuff for their house as well. And the people there are so friendly. They love a chat. <laughs> Sounds good. It gets better. If you mention you heard this ad on Faith FM, you can fill a bag of clothes for just $5. Well, I'm in. When is it open? They're open every Wednesday and Thursday from 9 to 3. Looks like we'll have to make a date. Remember, it's the Adra Op Shop at 805 David Street. I'll see you there next week. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. See? 